you're listening to the Road to Damascus podcast, where we tackle the subjects saints and churches need to have, but are reluctant to, where our goal is to go from religion to relationship. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Road to Damascus, where it's not about the road, but it's all about the journey. Today, we have a very special guest with us in the studio um, for the second straight podcast. My normal cohort, V, is not with me, but I have a special guest, Mr. Stephen Gaylor. Brother Stephen, say hello. Hello. How's everyone out there today? Stefan will uh, be in the studio with us. It's a possibility that Steph may be a regular contributor. We'll see how things work out. We'll see how he does on the road to Damascus, in the road to Damascus. Quite possibly, brother, unless I get a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I want to thank you for joining us today, Steph, as we go out here to try to bring people from religion to relationship. So I appreciate you being on with us today. No problem. I appreciate you having me. So, Steph, I got something on my mind. Okay. And I can't speak to it as much as I used to. Okay. Because I'm going on uh, being, I've been married now this past July five years. Okay. Love my wife, my kids. That's the goal. But um, <clears throat> being single in the church today, the difficulties that surround dating in modern Christian life. Mm-hmm. Now, the, you being a single young man yourself. Right. So uh, the question is, before you even get started, how, how much time do we have? Because. <laughs> You got as That's much time as you need. <laughs> All right, okay, okay. To the podcast. Now, typically, our podcasts go from anywhere from forty-five minutes to an hour. Okay. So, if you if you if you need to preach, brother. Okay. If okay. You need to, if you need okay. to go on a, up here and uh, and get uh and get reverent. All right. All right. <laughs> well, let me tell you about how we do. But uh, no. So, but all in all sincerity. With you being a single young man, and I, I would love if we had a young lady in here to kind of get a woman's perspective, and maybe we'll rebring this topic up later and try to get a lady's perspective. But as a young man in the church, mm-hmm. your birthday just passed. So mm-hmm. how old are you now? I'm 27. All right, and you're single, correct? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm single. Super single. Yeah, I, well, super single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm super single. Yeah, I'm pretty single. All right. So tell me about what do you think about the difficulties today? in dating in a modern church and finding somebody compatible and someone who's equally yoked in the words we grow up hearing in the church rooted in foundation and and all of that well what do you find the difficulties today that you find dating you know what i I think more so uh we we compromise too much as far as dating you know we we want we want to find somebody with the looks and everything like that but at the same time we don't really go through the steps that are necessary in order to find the the, the perfect mate and the mate that god has for us um i know a lot of times you'll, you'll find somebody and you want to work on them and that's not what that's honestly not what you're supposed to do god is the one who's supposed to work on each individual um, as far as as far as me, I haven't been able to personally. I'm just gonna speak on personal experience, if that's I all, may. That's all you may speak. Exactly. On. So, uh, only thing I can speak on is, I personally haven't found anyone in the church that I can mesh with. You know, um, you got you've got some very pretty girls and things like that, but then um, mentality is everything. You know, um, and to to really to be in this world and to date nowadays is very difficult because you got women that think like men and then men are almost in a position where women used to be and what do you mean by that elaborate more on that. I, I say like women are more aggressive than men nowadays you know on a lot of things they they know what they want and they're going to get it at all costs so if a woman really wants she's going to pursue you and really back in the day you know it was the opposite it was the man pursues the woman and then the woman kind of gives in once the man is chivalrous and things of that nature nowadays most people say chivalry is dead which i don't agree because i'm pretty chivalrous you know i have my chivalrous days but (laughs) but at the same time they, they they see somebody that they want and 
I think we talked about this once before. There is a difference between personal desire and what God is telling you. And a lot of times people think that when they're when they're hearing things and they're saying, oh, well, God wants me to have this person. Does he want you to have that person or does he want you to help that person? There is a difference between the two. You know, you can see somebody and you're supposed to just be a, a, a stepping stool or whatever to help them to get closer to God. But it's not where this person and you and this person is going to live this Titanic Romeo Juliet type life together, you know, so. Okay, well, now let me let me backtrack to something you said at the beginning, then I'll move forward to some of the things you said because I want to dissect it. Okay. Now I noticed that you made the statement beautiful three different times. So yes. This is a little superficial. <laughs> <laughs> well, which I'm not. I'm, I mean, my thing is this: what's attractive to one person might not be attractive to another. Person. This is this is true. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. This is true. This so, is true. What's beautiful to one might not be beautiful to all. Mm -hmm. But what then becomes like when you look for a woman, mm -hmm. you yourself, what is is your standard? Like, do you just base it solely off looks where it's like she has to have a look and then everything else has to align with what I'm looking for spiritually? Or do you look at everything has to align with what I'm looking for spiritually and the looks are going to be. A cherry on top you know what as i'm maturing so in the past it was all beauty it was just looks you know and that's what attracted me to a woman until i was uh out there and i met you know some some mrs jekyll mrs heights you know Dr. Jekyll. yeah yeah i didn't want to say yeah, yeah you know what i mean you know so I, I met women like that and None of them really, we never really meshed. It was always something missing. Now, as I'm growing older and I'm really starting to see, it's more so, I would be lying if I said looks didn't really matter. But I'm not so quick to move forward and progress in things until I'm really seeing where somebody's mentality is and spiritually where they are because I see how important that is nowadays. And even, even in the past, I was just ignorant to it before. But as I'm growing older, I'm really starting to see how very important that is. Because those are the times that are going to get you through. When you're going through something, I'm really understanding now. It's like, we can't, we don't have enough love in us to love somebody else. No, that's you got to have that love from God in order to be able to love somebody else. I agree with so, that. until you can really find that one that, that has the same mentality like you. And that's when I said mentality. Because... They understand, like, well, they have to find the love of God and have the love of God in order to be able to love another individual. Then you'll begin to, to, you know, move forward and progress, and then possibly find that person. Okay. That God wants you to, you know, settle. All with. right. Now to speak to that, let's now go to foundation. Okay. Now, when I when, when I'm a little older than yourself, I got right. you by about eight years. Eight. Uh, yeah, eight. Eight years in the. Probably some months. Yeah, don't don't take them from me. But um, <laughs> when the one thing that used to be pounded into me was foundation. Right. Her parents need to be saved. If her parents ain't saved, and she might not be saved, it was a, that foundational base. Right. And the thing that I found with that was, didn't matter how saved the parents were. It was about where was her spiritual life at. And you ran into a bunch of young ladies that may because we've all the church always made the joke that the worst kids was the pastor's kids. That he had the worst kids in the church. They, they cut up, they were spoiled, they was out committing crimes and things like that. So I think that a foundation of Christ needs to just be in that person as opposed to them coming from a foundation of Christ. Because a foundation of, of what kind of foundation is it True. see is that foundation they have on christ was it one of those foundations where the mama was saved but the daddy was a rolling stone and she saw a woman that would put up with a lot and she said i'm not gonna put up with that and and she's very um a, 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 a screen is up mm -hmm. she's very cold and not able to give herself emotionally because she may have saw what her parents went to. Right. Or is she uh, spiritual to the point where it's super religious mm -hmm. and she isn't open to worldly concepts and our kids got to be homeschooled and things. Mm -hmm. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? 
what what is what kind of foundation do you look for? What is important? You know, a, a family just because uh, I know people go off a lot of names and then they go off of if somebody had right, good okay. parents. That's what that's brother so and so. Right. Oh, oh shit. Right. I, I, I would keep it running with you. To be honest, Ford is a brand too, but they got some cars that I wouldn't buy. <laughs> you understand? So, so we can't go off of just off of a, a last name, which you can consider consider a brand, or off of just because somebody they had both of their parents in their lives. We understand it now to know that man, it's got to be God involved. You know, God, God, if God works in an individual and they've surrendered their life to God, then they can change. And you know, and th- the foundational part I can honestly say has been a benefit in my personal life, but I've seen it in other lives to so where they had a real solid God foundation, and they're some of the wildest people. You know, so foundation helped me personally because it was it. I always was able to, even in my tough times and my rough times and my wild times, I was always able to divert back to what I knew. If I was in raise a, a child up in the way he should be raised, exactly, and he won't depart. So exactly, exactly. But I mean, I guess it's just, you know, I'm, I mean, I just because I, I mean, my wife, mm-hmm. um, her parents were. I mean, her parents went to church, but that wasn't really mm-hmm. something. Her grandparents were Methodist church, um, things like that. But that too wasn't really something. It was that more was, so probably. It wasn't, it wasn't like how when we came up church on Mondays, right? On Tuesday, exactly. Thursday Bible study, choir rehearsal, and we fell asleep to down through the years, right? And then after church dinners, they didn't grow up in that. That that's right. to me was like foundation mm-hmm. old school mm-hmm. type stuff and like you said this even gets back to the names but <clears throat> when with the difficult what do you feel like is the most difficult thing about dating in the church today the the number one thing you say to me and remember this is just an opinion mm-hmm. what would you say is the number one thing of being single and dating in the church today uh you know what the number one thing would probably be getting the past so somebody all automatically receiving that 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 voucher or that 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 blessing from somebody that you consider as like a uh, a strong uprooted pillar in your life that person just because they attend church and they've seen them in there more than one time getting that voucher saying oh that's a good woman of god that woman just because she goes to church what does she do Monday through Saturday? You know, and it's very important that we really get to know people. It's beyond just church, you know, and it's more about relationship than just church. And I, well, I, I want to bring something else and kind of this is could be a major topic in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But let this just be because we keep it real on Road to Damascus because we're mm-hmm. trying to help people and shape their lives and talk about things. That that's why I'm here. About. Yeah, that's so. <clears throat> I think one thing that is accepted in the church that may not have been acceptable 20 years ago is premarital sex. So, one thing that now is... I just made a face. That's why he starts to... um, The thing now is, is that that has to be a conversation within... Because what if you're dating somebody who... Is saying I'm going to abstain from having sex until I get married, or they say I've had I'm not a virgin, but I've decided that I'm going to save myself from doing it until I get married. Mm-hmm. And you are one who is trying to live a righteous life, but right. yet that's something that may be a, as Bishop Noel Jones would say a proclivity right. that you struggle with. Right. So how would you then? Speak to that kind of affliction. You want to go through that question one more time? No, I understand. No, I'm just joking. I'm joking. Now, you know what? So, uh, I I can say it like this. I've never... Hmm. How can I put this? Can we go from a... A an addictive standpoint, right? So, well, all right. You all right so, from an addictive standpoint, I've never been an individual who who's had to struggle with certain addictions in like 
uh, drug usage or other things of that nature, whatever, you know. Um, and when you resort to that, honestly, it's you, you really can't miss what you've never tried, right? Amen. So, in order to, to really miss or uh, not engage or or to 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 get past that point to where somebody says you know what i don't want to have sex um it, it can be very hard for somebody who's already tried that you know for somebody who's tried that and they know what it feels like and know what it's like know the compassion and you know the love that your body feels it is very very <laughs> very hard to 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 say you know what i don't want to do that you know i need to i need to wait or I, if you want to be with somebody that wants to wait and i'm learning that it's about putting yourself in the right positions you know not putting yourself in a position to where you know like everybody has a term nowadays when they say netflix and chill well hey if, if you're dating somebody and you really have made that decision you know i don't want to i don't want to be out here i don't want to be having sex i want to wait until i get married i want to do it the right way to where it, god is pleased then if you feel like you can't control yourself with that individual just you and them i don't think you need to be watching a movie on the couch at home i think you should go to the theater you know it's just putting yourself in the right position now with that being said because then people who are listening would say well if you're supposed to be in the church anyway then you shouldn't be having sex which i'm not going to get into that because that that's a a thing of let's we have to be realistic about Right. The things that's going on in society right. today. And there was a time that when somebody told you they were a virgin, mm-hmm. you questioned it all. You 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 ain't you 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 still a virgin. But now when somebody tells you they're a virgin, you look at that with a side eye like, like you're lying. Like you you're not a virgin. So right, exactly. Like, like to meet somebody that's a virgin and is almost like y'all still exist. Right. So I can understand that part, but and we're having a conversation here. You're not a virgin, correct? Last time I checked, no. Okay. Now, I'm not questioning your Christianity or anything like that, but say okay. you met a young lady. Okay. Beautiful young lady. Okay. Now, you, you got my attention. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a solid eight and a half. Okay. Yeah, you know, that, that'll do. Um, and you meet her, you hit it off. Okay. Now, y'all, because usually, because people don't meet in church like they used to. I mean, before you might have grown up in the church, you knew somebody, you knew their family, you mm-hmm. knew what they was about. Now, people don't really socialize in church like they used to. So you might see somebody in the church. At church don't mean they're in church. Right. So That was what my point was earlier. Right. I got Okay, you. okay. So now, you meet somebody, and then y'all begin to, you know, it's fourth or fifth date. Okay. Date. I don't know what your expectation is. Okay. Like I said, I've been out the game for a long time. Okay. So then you go to just even just I'm at least getting a kiss tonight. That's your mentality. Right. I'm at least getting a kiss tonight. Right. You go in for a kiss and she as you kiss her, it's a nice embrace, and she tells you, I just want you to know that I don't mind us kissing, but there are gonna be instances where I might push away your kissing because I don't want it to lead to something else. Because I've made a conscious decision mm-hmm. that the next time that I do give myself to someone is going to be my husband. Okay. At that point, are you running for the hills? Okay. Or are you saying, all right, let's talk about this so I can understand, is this just you wanting to be celibate for celibate's mm-hmm. sake? Or is this you wanting to be celibate because you've made a spiritual conscious decision? Mm-hmm. Or... You know, whatever. So, how would you approach that? You know what? To to be honest, um, in my in my uh, experience, a lot of times when it was you know said to me, it was a compromise. After a while, if you if you're with somebody and that person makes that decision and it's not a compromise, it's a steady decision that they've made and they're constantly you know upholding that and reinforcing that. Then you know what? That, that honestly. The problem with the women nowadays, and I just have to make this point in order to get back to the, to my main idea. The problem with women nowadays, a lot of them, they compromise their their respect and everything like that in order to, to make a man like them. 
and a man a real man that, that wants a woman he's going to honor and respect her whatever her wishes are women have allowed themselves to be compromised and to allow have allowed men to be able to tell them what they're going to do they're, back they're, in the day women were different exactly women were giving. different back in the day and i can just say that from or, or hearing you know other people talking they're like man you know to get certain patients or whatever you know the stuff was back in the day that they wanted you had to do so much go through so many loops and hoops nowadays you just need to go to Dairy Queen, you know, right. give me some ice cream cones and we're good. You know, and that's the problem. So if, if a woman really honestly, if she has some respect about herself and she tells me I want to wait, honestly, that would uh, that alone would keep me interested. Like, you know what? This woman is honestly not for everybody. You know, this woman right here, she has some some value about herself. So that would keep me interested alone, you know, but nowadays that's the, that's the problem with a lot of women. I, I want to say I, I dated one, one lady that she said she was in church and, uh, the kind of stuff we talked about outside of church. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, you know, for an urban term, flu So do you think that, do you think that the world, mm-hmm has infiltrated and when i use world i'm just using spiritual terms mm -hmm. that the world has infiltrated the church as far as dating that we now want to use a worldly standard because even you have like christian mingle um dot mm -hmm. com to meet mm -hmm. people online um christians may call themselves using Flinty fish, but from what I <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah, that you POF, yeah, that's or, or definitely what's the, what's the one tender, tender, okay, things like that. But most of these dating websites to me really seem like it's that's just, just a sign of the times, to be honest. Okay, though. so, so would you then say it's no problem with a Christian mingle? Or no, uh, no, so I, I don't really think so, as long as you still got those same values and, and goals and everything like that. You know what? Anybody, when they want to find somebody, they're going to look. Okay, now let me ask you this. With you being a man. Uh huh. Now, most people would, would, would find it crazy that a man would say, I'm going to be abstinent. A man that's had sex before. So, how would you respond in turn? The same question I asked you, but in turn, that you were dating a young lady mm -hmm. and y'all, few dates, and you filling her, and then. Through the course of dates, you find out that she has a very spiritual connection. Um, because I, I tell people, the the uh, an act of sin doesn't stop you from being a Christian. Mm -hmm. um, but it does. It but does it put the shovel in the earth but it to where you begin to dig You can begin to bury yourself. Exactly. You're not able to come up. But you have to be a practicing sinner. Right. We commit sin every day. Right. But you have to be a practicing sinner for it to be a sin. Now that's my opinion. I mm -hmm. don't want to put that on the other people. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is, is you've made a decision that you know what? I've been out in the world for a long time. Mm -hmm. I backslid or mm -hmm. whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Now I wanna be find me a wife. I wanna find me a girl mm -hmm. that I can be one with and through a course of a conversation, you meet a young lady or talking, you find out y'all kinda on the same vibe with that. But then y'all kiss one day and then you feel like she's being aggressive. Mm -hmm. Like she wants something to happen. And then you, would you feel comfortable having that conversation with her? Or as a man, because people going to expect a man to say, right. well, if you want to go there, we going to go. There. I mean, you going to pitch it. I'm going to You know, of right. course, that's what they, yeah. yeah. Okay. So how would you then approach a situation like that that you've made a conscious decision mm -hmm. in your mind that, that you. i'm not going to do this because what happens a lot of times when you make a conscious decision of what you're not going to do then you make a conscious decision of what you're not going to do then the opportunity is presented itself mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then you might say uh, it's not so bad yeah exactly so how would you approach that uh, man you know what to be honest, I've always been this type. When I when I'm when I set my mind on something, I do it, you know. And majority of the times when I said I wasn't gonna do something, I already had in my mind I was. No matter what I said, mentally, physically, 
I made that up in my mind that even if I told somebody, no, I'm, I'm not going to do what, I, what, what you think I'm going to do. In my mind, I already made that decision. So I've, I've never really, I've never lied to myself and made a decision contrary to what I've already told myself I'm going to do. The times that I have made those mistakes and done certain things, I've, I've made the, I, I made the decision in my head. And those mistakes I, I, I learned from when I was able to, to grow. But in order to really to do right and be right by God and for God to be pleased, I'm at the point now to where I really just want to stay focused. And if I can't be around somebody that's going to exploit that part in me and not in order for me to be able to grow and to be strengthened in God, then honestly, I, I don't need to be around an individual. Now, if somebody if she tells me something, I know a lot of times us as men, we got to be able to make certain decisions, you know, um, women naturally want to be led by a man i mean i'm not saying like all women and i'm not saying like all women should sit behind man or whatever no i'm not saying it like that i'm just saying like a, a woman would, would even if she wants to believe it or not a woman wants to be led by a man and wants to have a man that can lead so at that at that position if i if i'm with a woman and she wants to make that decision to where she's focusing on god because we, we we're not talking about just a woman in the, in the world and i'm trying to be in the world too because then it would be another you know a totally different outcome but i'm talking about a woman who she says she wants to be do right by god and have that relationship with god where god is pleased with her i want to have that relationship god, with god and where god is pleased with me then i have to make that decision as a man and say hey listen baby like you know i i, I like you and all and i'm definitely attracted to you from a physical and and a a, a a spiritual point but in order to 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 be pleased to keep god pleased with us in our relationship let's wait and let's not put ourselves from that point on i couldn't i wouldn't be able to put myself in a position where we're alone until i know that she's like all right she's gonna stand by that and say you know what i'm gonna honor that not you know hey you know what it's fine two days later we're at the house let's just go to the house who's there nobody it's just us what do you want to do we'll figure out when we get there enough putting yourself in a position exactly to you, you, you know what i'm saying because then at that point we'll be cooking with grease okay so <laughs> <laughs> so no uh yeah we'll have to we'll have to stay out if you want to go out to eat no you can't cook for me we got to go out until we're both mature enough to be able to make that decision i was just telling um some some of our younger cousins i'm like you know what a real man is able to make decisions and able to 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 handle his emotions and you have to get to a point being a man to where you have to honor yourself before you can make a promise to somebody else and honor somebody else or whatever you got to be true to yourself and be honest with yourself if you say in your head and you see a woman and you really want to be focused and you look at her and you see a woman and you're like man you really know in your head what you really want to what, what you want to accomplish with this woman. Do you want to grow with this woman or physically do you want to go further with this woman? Now, if that's the case and you want to go f uh, physically further with this woman, you're just selling yourself short for lying. You got to be honest with yourself and say, hey, man, I know what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? And at that point, people know what they want. Exactly. And they try to, and they, try to they want something and, else. And, and now you find yourself in a. Two, that's not being true exactly and you really didn't want no. it like that no you, find, you put yourself in a position where or now she's pregnant and now now y'all in each other's lives forever forever no i got you so then let me because while you've been talking i've been really i haven't been chiming in that much one because i'm not single so it's better to get a single guy's perspective and mm -hmm. two um just coming up with ways i can come back at you so you know, because a lot of what you said is is is, is based on relationships, mm -hmm. and that's what we try to do. the The whole emphasis of this ministry and what we do on this podcast is bring people from religion to relationship, and we're talking about a actual earthly relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, so with that notion in mind and the things that you said, let me ask you this: with once you've met this person and you know that you might have a physical desire or physical need mm -hmm. at that point when is it okay to say this might be somebody i want to spend the rest of my life with like do you think there's a timetable or 
how how soon do you just know like this might be the one? Or are you saying that based on the fact that you think it with the little head and not the big head? Right. So I would say when you when you haven't engaged in something, you can't miss what you don't, what you haven't had. And of course, naturally, you're going to have that physical attraction. We're men. You know what I'm saying? We, we have to right. go the up. Physical with, attraction is natural. Exactly. You know, anybody to say is not. They're, they're selling the show short. Like, I mean, just like with us. And I've joked with you earlier about attractive. Mm -hmm. But I'm married and I look and I see an attractive person. Right. I can acknowledge that person is for sure. attractive. For sure. It becomes something else when I pursue and an you engage, person. right? But there's nothing wrong with looking at somebody and just pointing out the fact that they're attractive, right? No, not at all. Um, you know what? Wait, what was the question again? No, well, the question was originally about deciding that this is the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. Like, okay, when, when, right? I mean, because before, you know, we used to talk, I mean, people say, well, I gotta know, I gotta taste the goods before mm -hmm. I. You know, decide if I want to buy it, and I'm thinking to myself: You go to a restaurant, expensive restaurants don't bring you out a little small piece of the steak mm -hmm. before you spend sixty dollars on this fillet. Right. Not a Chinese food place that's gonna give you a whole bowl full, mm -hmm. give you a little sample. Mm -hmm. And even with the sample, it might not be what you want. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about to spending your rest of your life with somebody. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of things that goes into deciding you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, and that's why. The difficulties of being single is because many people shack up mm -hmm. nowadays. Mm -hmm. Many people, we talked about premarital sex. So at what point have you decided you we're going off the premise that you've made a decision okay. to withstand from sex. Okay. You've made a decision to withstand from living together. Okay. When now is it acceptable to say we've been dating for thus and so amount of time, I think this person is the one. Okay, so um of course, uh, to to go beyond dating and everything like that, that at that point it's a union, right? You know, you've built something, and as you know, I'm a pretty awesome carpenter. <laughs> so I'm, I just I, I kind of got the analogy just now, and I think God wants me to say this. So um, when you build a home, you don't build a home from the surface up. You dig first. You dig and you, you put a foundation in, either a basement or a footing. From that, then you can build a home. So unless you've built that foundation, and I'm talking about beyond the physical, the physical is the surface. You would say the surface, right? The physical is the surface. I would say that. I, you can say that. So when you build a home, if you go and you build a home off the surface, you have an unstable home. Or you have, you know, that, that home is structurally not sound. But if you dig first, if you dig and you pour a foundation or you pour a basement, at that point, you have a, a strong, solid home you can pass an inspection on. Exactly. So, so, in a, so you're saying that there is no timetable. It's just more or less. It, you know, I think it's visceral at that point. You know, at that point, it's instinct I mean, to know. Let me ask you this. Okay. You met, you met a girl today. Okay. You leave here, you meet a girl. And y'all kick it off and you find it where maybe the first few weeks y'all talking a little bit. The next two weeks y'all going out and there is like we're going out all the time. The next month y'all together all the time. By the third month, you didn't got to know her. You know, met her family. She met your family. By the fourth month, you like, I think this is the one. Do you think that's possible? What, what did Andre 3000 say? I think I do, I do, I do. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to say I do at that point. You don't know. No, you know what? To be perfectly honest, I think when you find that person, it is a it is a gut feeling. You know, and I, I could be ignorant and some people will say, but it's based on me. And I know how I am. And if I get that gut feeling and I just know, I'm going to make that decision and say, you know what? Well, it's, it's, just like, it's just like believing and trusting in Christ. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you. You just you gotta know. know. Exactly. And God communicates with each person differently based on who they are. And you have to make decisions based on who you are. That's why you got to, even when people tell you stuff, and even when we're talking right now, it's reaching certain people. And certain people are going to say, oh, man, I don't want to listen to that. And some people are going to listen. For the people that's going to listen. Everybody want to listen. <laughs> <laughs> we just did the uh, the banker laugh. But anyways. 
<laughs> but anyway, so for the ones that actually understand us and they, they, they're taking something from this, you have to be able to know yourself and make that decision. If you feel like something is right, go with it. You have to go with it, especially being rooted in God. God will put it on you to make that correct decision. It just feels right. You know, the, 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 the one thing I'm learning, the enemy doesn't want you to make positive decisions and correct decisions, especially unions and things like that. That's why certain people go so long without getting married. Well, and they're like, oh, well, we're fine. I think what we got going on works. I, I always use this example. Why does it seem like people are they've been dating for 20 years? Right. And the kid, they have three, four kids mm -hmm. and the kids finally put pressure on them. We want you guys to get married. They get married. And the marriage doesn't last because at that point, God is in it. Now. Exactly. The, the enemy wasn't going to mess with the relationship. No, exactly. Up. And even and I'm not using them as a spiritual example. I'm just using them as an example. What was it? Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. They have been together for years, had children, mm -hmm. adopted children. Their children put pressure on them to get married. Mm -hmm. They've been married like a year now and they're filing for divorce. See, and that's the thing. So because the enemy wasn't wasn't bothering them before, mm -hmm. but once God got into the the relationship, because the minute you say I do, now it's a union with God. Exactly. Whether people believe in God or not, that union has now become a union in the eyes of God. Mm -hmm. And once God gets into it, that's when the trouble starts. Exactly. That's why when people seem happier when they're shacking up. And that's and that's the, the point that and, and I'm saying this now as a married man, and this is the point that I want to get across is that the the, the, the premarital say I'm not gonna sit here on my high horse and pretend that I didn't have premarital sex. In fact, I'm not gonna get on this high horse. Me and my wife have been married for six years. We have a sixteen year old son together. So what does that tell you? How did that happen? No, it's a joke. Immaculate conception. Right. But I'm just saying, so I'm not going to sit here and be on the like, you know, high We were teenagers. Right. We thought we were grown. Mm -hmm. And God gave us some grown people responsibility. Exactly. Now, my wife would tell you that she knew that we were supposed to get to be together from day one. And I kind of knew we were supposed to be together. But I was running from what God had called me to as far as marriage. Mm -hmm. I've ran from what God has been calling me to do in ministry until I've decided to step mm -hmm. up and do the ministry that I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. But shacking up. So at that point, I made a decision after I, we had our son that I was not going to shack up. That when I got married, that was going to be the first time that me and my wife had lived together. Mm -hmm. Now, did my wife at the time get upset about it? Because she had her apartment. I had my apartment. Yeah, she got upset because she wanted us to be together as a family. We were already pretty much a family, but she got upset because I had made that conscious decision that I would not do this. And we, and, and because the thing is this, we feel like if we do one sin, might as well. Let you the might ball as well keep, keep going. Keep, let the ball keep that's going. The, that's and, the, and you can't fall into the trap. That's, that's the, the misconception. Right. Is. Well, I misstepped here and I can keep taking missteps because the missteps can be easier for me. That's how he gets he gets you or mentally. I made a misstep, mm -hmm. so let me try to get back to the right path. It's exactly. Be harder to get back to exactly. the right path. But the missteps is what is what's easier exactly. to get to where I need to mm -hmm. get. But the right path is the harder journey, the harder way to get there. So I'm saying that, but I digress. So how so what I'm trying to say is is we need to find a way to no longer let the enemy get the glory in our relationship. Mm -hmm. Because really there is a, a, a prevalence of and I'm and I will do this topic later on about sex in church, but there is a a proclivity of acceptance of premarital sex. Mm -hmm. It's just that's the way it is and we accept it. Now when I say that's the way when I say things like it's a reality, I'm saying I'm not ignorant to the fact that it's a reality. So I'm not going to sit here and be judgmental about it. But we need to have serious conversations about why is it more acceptable now right. in the body of Christ? Just like shacking up. Why is it more acceptable now mm -hmm. than it was before? See, it's harder to be. It's harder to make the right decisions than it is to make the um 
wrong decision. I mean, you understand. What I know I'm what you're trying, trying to say. I, I might have messed up when I said it. No, you said it right. You said it's harder. You said it's harder to make the right decision, and it's easier to make the wrong decision. And it is because we have a flesh, and mm-hmm. we never accept that our flesh is never safe. Right. And because we never. We really don't get that concept of our flesh is never safe. Our flesh has desire. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you don't miss what you've never had. But once you in, in, engulfed in sex, it's harder at that point to refrain from it. I'm, I know personally and firsthand that it's harder once you've done that. Especially if you're with somebody that you've done that with before. Because you can say, all right, we did it just one time. But we won't do it again. Right. There, there, there is no switch to turn off the machine. Right. So... <laughs> It, it becomes a vicious cycle. It does. And then what do we do? We bring children into these. Now we bring in a, a child. Mm-hmm. We really don't like each other. Mm-hmm. But we're bringing children into it. Mm-hmm. And then even now what begins to happen is. Is we have people who then. Have two or three children. Maybe by two or three people. Men or women. Mm-hmm. And now. They decide to get their lives together in the church, but now they want somebody to be with them. That doesn't have any kids, or or you know, or does have kids or whatever. Or they might have a couple of their own, but now you bring in a whole. I mean, you understand what I understand what you're saying. This now becomes where it's like my two, your two. Mm -hmm. I got some BMD, baby mama drama. You got some baby daddy drama. I mean, you understand what I'm saying. All these dynamics now become because. The enemy gonna cause confusion where he met. For sure. And then it becomes the the step parent syndrome where I don't want them talking to my kids like that. I mean, it, it see we look at the small part of it, but I I like to look at the macro mm-hmm. view where it's a more of a macro problem than a micro problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, you understand? What I I'm know saying? what you're saying. So at that point, what mm-hmm. we need to do is then start to have real conversations with one another. It, what's wrong with sitting down with somebody and letting them know these are my standards? Mm-hmm. We don't do that. Anymore. No, it's not. It's nothing wrong with that. That's and, actually and, the way it should be. And, and, and really, and, and even in the time that we live in today, I think because you're 27 now, and you told me that at the beginning of the, the podcast, you mentioned that you were at a point that I'm starting to change my views about relationships. Yep. Six years ago, when you were 21, you weren't thinking like that. Not the least bit at all. And so now it's almost like people are starting to be. See, our grandparents Mm -hmm. got married 20 and 21. They were young. Young. People used to get married 17 and 16 Mm -hmm. years old in this country. People 16 and 17 still living at home. 25, 26 still living at home. They haven't even experienced life. Life, yeah. So the, the that now changes it where people might not feel comfortable. Like 27 is really 17. True. 18 in in the time of when mm-hmm. our grandparents grew up. Mm-hmm. Because in that time, children were working at 12. Your responsibility, years. yeah. The responsibilities yep. was different. Where now we let our kids stay at home with the millennials. Everything is online. You know, and things like that. So, they stay at home. So, a 25, 26-year-old really is the mentality of a, a 15, 16, 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you might be mentally uh, age, but your maturity level is something different. Mm-hmm. So, you might not even really be ready to bring something into a relationship. But you have to be honest with those kind of things, too, and say, I mean... One thing that people aren't are honest with one another. How would you feel if a young lady walked up to you and she said, I noticed you noticing me. And you said, oh, really? Because I was noticing you. Mm-hmm. She said, I want you to know that I'm not looking for anything serious right now. We can be friends, hang out, see what happens. Whatever happens, happens. But I'm not looking for anything serious right now. And it may be six months to a year. We might be together. We might not be together. But hey, let's see where this might go. You would be like, man, I never expected you Mm -hmm. to say something Mm -hmm. like that. So now your your dynamics change. But what we do is is we go into relationships as a wolf in sheep's clothing. Where we got a desire for one thing. 
Exactly. We said, oh no, we want to be friends. But we pretend. Do you mind if I come over at 1130 yeah, where we, p.m.? Because because <laughs> what? No man, no single man, I should say, right? Wants to be in the dreaded friend zone. No. Because would you agree with this? Every man that's single, that is a friend to a woman that's not in his family, mm-hmm. at some point he was trying to get with her, and he made a wrong turn somewhere that ended in a definitely. He 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 found himself <laughs> in this location, and his ever since then, yeah, he's trying to find his way back. <laughs> that's why if they tra- they change it and say, you know what? I think we should be together. We should be more. And he's like, you know, I was just thinking that. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. You were, you were thinking that since she told you. You were just really optimistic. And I can appreciate somebody who's optimistic like that. And they're like, oh, okay, well, whatever. But you know what? Stuff like that and, and in today's world, that, I mean, that's that's really common. But, and, but then women, like you said, well, women will have a totally different perspective and they'll be saying oh well now we're just friends or we're just this and we're just that but then it becomes a controlling thing to where it's like all right well we're just this and we're just that until you find somebody then when you find somebody it's like i thought we were working towards this wait what i thought we were just friends the whole time but but i mean at at the end of the day excuse me people say they want honesty Mm -hmm. but they don't they don't people say they don't want the truth they want the truth that they they want to appreciate truth that's convenient for them exactly something they can appreciate right so they, they I, want I want the truth and they want to hear exactly what they want to hear if it's contrary to what they want to hear or to what they, the then it's not the truth it's like, you're lying no i'm telling the truth right so so i, I know that it is trust me i don't envy people that's single in the church today. right i don't envy the relationship because even you know i mean, I mean it's tough bro it, 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 it was it a really time is. that a woman i mean one People don't grow up in a structural home, mm-hmm. so our our the women in, in our family are raised where the mothers make sure they know how to cook, but they make sure the man know how to cook too. But mm-hmm. you gonna know how to take care of your kids, you know how to take care of your family for sure. People don't learn that no more. It's girls who don't know how to even make ramen noodles. That's terrible. Or boil an egg. I mean, I'm just being real. Right. And there's and there's men that don't know how to be providers. Exactly. That know how to take care of his family. That he not going to roll out the bed and get up and go to work. Mm-hmm. To show that I'm going to be the provider for mm-hmm. his family. So it works both ways. But I think what we've done in the church is, is and you used this word earlier, is we begin to compromise. Mm-hmm. Or we begin to um, just willy-nilly accept lower standards right lower our standards and just because we want to be married for marriage sake because we don't want to be alone mm-hmm. that we just accept anything right Would you agree with that i do agree no and that's what that's the thing i was saying earlier it's like you know when somebody tells you who they are you need to believe them you know somebody says that you say to somebody uh well uh, or somebody says to you you know what i don't want to be married right now i don't want to be doing this i don't want to be doing that and then on the other spectrum somebody says you know what I do want to be married right now. I want to be able to build a family. I want to be able to do this. And then you're like, well, no, I think I can change them and I can do this. No, you can't. They just said what they want and you need to honor that. And you just need to move forward and and find somebody who can mesh with your mentality. You know, that's the problem. Like like I was saying with the compromise, people think that they can change somebody. People think they can, they can actually or, or shape somebody in a way you can't shape something. You can't you can't shape dry play-doh for one right we got to be honest so we can't shape dry play-doh so we have to be able to be with something that's malleable something that that will actually listen something that will actually allow us to shape them and in that you have to find somebody for one you have to find something that's meshable if, if i can use that word is that even a word well it's gonna be a word it's gonna be a word yeah all right <laughs> so no you have to be able to find something or you have to be able to find someone who who shares the same mentality as you and in that 
then you can move progressive. And some people out there will probably say, "Oh man, how, how you gonna say that? You don't even have you don't even have a woman. You don't even have a wife or anything like that." Well, no, actually, I'm holding strong to what I believe because I haven't found that yet. So I haven't settled just because I found a beautiful woman. And I like to think, you know, I'm a pretty handsome fella. So it's not it's not really hard to find. I see what you're gonna say. Don't say it. Yeah, yes you were. Yes you were. That you that you had to twinkle in your eye like I found something. I have to realize that what I do on this podcast <laughs> can't always be like if we I got you exactly. So yeah, he's probably gonna say it. He's probably gonna say it as soon as the mic's closed. But anyway, so the thing about it is. I haven't actually found that, so I'm not gonna compromise and just say, "Oh well, I'm, I, I this I think this girl was good," and then everybody's around me like, "Oh, that's a great girl. You should get with her." And stuff like that. No, I'm not. Until I find that right one that I can mesh with, one that has the similar mentality as me, and, and one that we can grow together. And she has she has her that relationship with God because I'm learning that that is very important. It is very important. I'm talking about it's not the perfect. Because well, no, you're never gonna find you're never gonna find a perfect, and we're never gonna be worthy enough. It's always that that one person who's striving to 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 meet the goals of God and what God wants them to do, and allowing God to be able to shape them, and they're giving all their dependency on God. Those are the ones that you're like, well, you know what? That's that's somebody I can grow with because that's what I myself I want to do. And like I was telling you earlier, I almost was at the point earlier today where I was thinking like, you know what? I don't even know if I should go help even in, in the show because in myself, I wasn't feeling, you know, to where like, man, hold on, you're not worthy. You still make those mistakes. You still do certain things. Are you sure you 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 put in your time where you can talk on the radio or talk on a podcast? And then the Lord was working with me like, you know what? I don't care if you go years down the line. You can go 70 years. You can be 70, whatever. And then it's still going to be to the point to where you're not worthy because that's the point that you got to understand. At no point am I worthy enough. We all press towards the mark. Exactly. At no point am I worthy. And as soon as you think you're worthy of something more than you are, that's when your goose is well and cooked. Never think my friend. Exactly. Well. I want to thank you, Stefan. For sure. I appreciate that. The podcast with me. You need to get a button in here to where it's like a, a, a them pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd no, be sweet. Um, no, but I, I thank you very much for uh, coming on today. I appreciate that. I thank you for your insight, your input as a mm-hmm. single man mm-hmm. um, living in this world today. You know, I always try to end most of my shows, depending on the topic, with uh, a little soliloquy mm-hmm. let's use a big word but I always try to end with just a little uh, final thought and my final thought is this we all need to know our worth men and women we need to know what our goals are we need to know what our standards are and we need to make sure that the person that we want in our lives meet those standards there's no need to ever lower your standards just to be with somebody God doesn't lower his standards for us what he calls us to do is what he's called us to do. And the standard that he wants us to walk in is what he wants us to do for him. So in turn, when we decide that we want to spend the rest of our lives with somebody, we shouldn't lower our standard. And always remember, you can never change anybody's heart, mind, or soul. That is the responsibility of the father. If he wants to change somebody, he'll change somebody. But don't lower your standards thinking you're going to change somebody because it'll never happen. Remember that it's never about the walk, but it's always about the journey. Thank you for tuning in and God bless.